Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Have you ever wondered what God is like, or what Jesus was all about, or how you get saved, and what getting saved means anyway? Well, if you've ever felt embarrassed to ask, please don't. I really want to help you understand our big, amazing God. And a great place to start is a little book that I wrote called The Basics. God, You, Jesus, and Faith. And here's more good news. If you're always on the go and don't have time to read, you can now listen to The Basics as a podcast series. Just search for The Basics with Pastor Mike Novotny wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I want to talk to you this week about a person from the Bible named David. Now, eventually, he would become known as King David, the many times great-grandpa of Jesus. He would actually go on to become the greatest king that the nation of Israel ever had, with, of course, the exception of his many times great-grandson, Jesus. So here's how it started. God was the king of Israel, but the Israelites wanted to be like all the other nations around them and have a king, and so God gave them their first king. He was named Saul. Now, Saul was an impressive guy. Uh, He was a head taller than everybody else. I mean, if there was a vote, he would have been voted Mr. Israel. It's kind of a shame that his uh, hometown of Gibeah didn't have a high school basketball team. He would have been the star. Uh, But the problem is Saul didn't always do the things that God wanted done for his people. And so God rejected Saul as king, and he sent his prophet Samuel to anoint the next king. Now, anointing is probably something we're not super familiar with, Basically, it was this. Uh, God would send his prophet with a horn of oil um, to go to someone to set them apart for a special task, and then God would equip them for that task. And and the prophet would pour the oil over the person's head, and that was God basically saying, you're the one, you're my chosen one. It was a very special thing. So God sends Samuel to this Israelite named Jesse. Jesse had eight sons, and God was going to anoint one of them as the next king of Israel. And so Jesse sends his oldest son out in front of Samuel. His name was Eliab, and Eliab was an impressive-looking guy, and Samuel was probably fingering his horn of oil, and he was thinking to himself, this has to be the guy. But to his surprise, God said, no, he's not, he's not the one I chose. And then God says something really important. He says, the Lord doesn't look at things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. You remember Saul was an outwardly impressive guy, but inwardly his heart wasn't right. And so God doesn't always pick the one that the world would pick. He's going for heart. Well, Jesse's other six sons, the next six oldest sons, pass in front of Samuel. And for each one, Samuel says, the Lord has not chosen you. The Lord has not chosen you. Until finally the last one passed in front. And he turned to Jesse and he said, do you have any more sons? And Jesse said, well, yeah, there's the youngest one, but he's out in the field tending the flocks. And so Samuel calls for him, and the servants bring David, the youngest son, in front of Samuel, sheep smell and all, and much to the surprise, I'm sure, of his father Jesse and his other older seven brothers, Samuel anoints David, this shepherd boy, the next king of the nation of Israel. So what's the lesson for us? I think a couple of things. Uh, One, God doesn't ask you to be the flashiest, the smartest, the most attractive person to be able to accomplish his will. Remember, God doesn't look at those outward appearances. He's going for heart. And here's the cool truth. When God worked faith in your heart, it was like he was taking his horn of oil and pouring it all over your head and saying, you're the one, you're the one I choose for my service. What what an awesome privilege. And and he puts so many opportunities in front of us every day to carry that out. 
Maybe God has put an opportunity in front of you to be a, a helping hand or a, a listening ear or a proclaimer of his truth to someone. So I guess the question would be, who is that someone in your life that you could serve today? Uh, the, the second lesson and the more important one is this. To shepherds out in the same fields of Bethlehem a thousand years later, angel choirs would announce the birth of the shepherd king who was going to lay down his life for his sheep. Jesus, the many times great-grandson of King David, never hesitated to serve you. Use that as motivation in your life to serve others.